Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is For the Love of Football, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. While the football world is focused on measurables and wingspan and 40 times and upside and can't-miss draft picks, we're still grinding on terms and conditions of these XFL-CFL talks. This is episode 168. It's time for the alignment draft, Bryant. It's drafting season. I love it. It is. It's my favorite time of year. It's draft week. Don't get me wrong. Love love watching the draft. Love draft coverage. Love doing my own mock drafts. But on this show, we're talking XFL, of course. And when you're talking XFL these days, you're talking XFL and CFL. So we're going to have an alignment draft today. What does that mean, football freaks? It means, well... The XFL and the CFL are coming to some sort of alignment, and we're going to draft it up. We're going to add a draft factor to it later, Brian, in the hot read this week, and we're going to come up with kind of a baseline terms and conditions and move on from there for the negotiations. This is probably the first time that I'm getting anything out of you when it comes to alignment and how this should work. Right, You've been staying away from it all. You've been not wanting to get yourself involved because it's a deep, dark hole if you start going down that path. I don't want to go down You've that path. you stayed away from it. So now I'm excited because we're going to do a little snippet. I wish it was more, but I think if we found a happy medium. I'm fine with it. Good. Stick around because I think Alan might go off on a tangent. Once, nope. he, realized, once he gets that little – the first one's free, Alan. After that – no. I'm gonna see. I'm just. I'm just gonna do one, and then I'm gonna. And I'm gonna quit. I, I don't. I don't get. I don't fall into that trap. And we've set it up. It has structure, so there will not be going down some deep dark hole where we are just speculating. This is a draft. There's there's a format. We're gonna go over the format, and there are gonna be rules. And then at the end of the draft, there's gonna be ooh a clear picture of maybe where alignment can go, at least in the imaginary alignment draft that we set up here later today it's going to be a fun exercise and it's going to be uh very fitting for this draft week hopefully your team drafted the best player they ever drafted and uh we will get to that later on first and foremost though brian seven two four five six five four xfl that is the xfl fan line that's the number fans can call anytime text anytime standard text messaging rates do apply and hit us up and respond to our conversations. Answer the questions we pose. Pose their own questions. Whatever you want to do, hit us up, 724-565-4XFL on that XFL fan line or at XFL show because then at the beginning of the show, we dink and dunk around social media and that XFL fan line and what we're hearing, and we have a lot of fun, which we're about to do because we are brought to you by 
Pretty Easy Podcasts. You could go to prettyeasypodcast.com. They make this show possible, and they can make your own show possible. Hit them up, prettyeasypodcast.com. Get your podcast started today. Oh, yeah, they have a catchphrase, too. Obligatory. Thank you. Because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. And you get You're going to realize how quickly it is to get these things right, Alan, because we're soon to be the only ones left. <laughs> From the 2020 season. I think we're about to get into that. Yeah, everybody's getting new gigs. Everybody's (laughs) moving on. But we're not hashtag we want our jobs back. Dinkin' and Duncan around XFL social media. So XFL fan interest in the 2021 CFL season. Bryant, put the poll question out there. Gauging interest. I'm calling it the most anticipated CFL season in XFL history. What do the polls say that we put up on Twitter so far? So we gave a couple options, right? That was uh, the gimmick this week. And what exactly uh, was the XFL fans' interest in a CFL 2021 season? Uh, We put very interested, intrigued, indifferent, not interested. I think, I mean, very interested one by a wide margin if you kind of look at the whole picture. But 25% almost said not interested at all. Why? Why that one is the one that's most curious to me. I tell you, they got a waggle. I tell you, they got a bigger end zone. They got they got no tight ends, just speed guys everywhere. <laughs> I tell you that they got basically the same thing when it comes to the uh, end of the halves as the XFL, with the comeback periods essentially with the last three minutes, and you're still not interested. What is wrong with you? Also, it's football. It's football, but I guess it is running up against the NFL. So it's going to get lost in the shuffle in in the States, no doubt, because they did move the season back up in Canada. But if you're following along with us and if you're following the XFL, got to be interested in the CFL this season for sure. So hopefully we see What's a more concerning number? Is it it only 33% that are very interested or the 25% that are not interested? I would say the 25% that are just blatantly not interested, not even giving it a chance, especially when you've heard a little bit more now about the CFL. If you're an American, you've heard more about the CFL, uh, I think, on social media than normal. Maybe not by that large of a margin. but well, Dave Naylor is, a, is yeah. a household name, friend of the show from last week. Exactly, on the, around these parts. He wasn't parts. a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so... We will keep the polls going. Keep the, that poll up. Go vote on it at XFL Show, and uh, we'll see if we'll we'll see if that interest goes up. Uh, also, uh, around XFL and CFL social media, Bryant, we had a uh, Paul on Twitter said, "Give it a rest. There's no chance of a merger." <laughs> he said, "No chance. Zero no chance. No, no chance no, of a merger." No. Even though uh, we all right, well, we had Dave Naylor on last week, and he was saying like there's people in the front office of the CFL are pretty excited about some sort of an arrangement with the XFL. Is do you think Paul's just like there's going to be nothing between them, or does he just mean strictly merger? Because if that's the case, maybe Paul. But maybe, maybe Paul. But at the same time. It- why give it a rest? It's what it's 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 what we're living for right now. This is what you have to anticipate. What you have to enjoy. Why would I give it a rest? This is the thing to talk about right now. 
We don't know what we don't know. Yeah, well, we give it what a rest. What I do know is they're talking about what, a merger. What does he so. want us to do? Give it a rest and go away? Never, Paul. Not going anywhere. <laughs> Just like the guy uh, behind me. Oh, wait, there he is. Not not going anywhere. Like Luis Perez. We'll get into him in a second. And lastly, Dinkin and Duncan, Juggalo Chronic on YouTube, Bryant. I know that's your favorite place for social uh, social interaction. FYI, Boxing Day is Canadian Christmas. Okay, so I don't know if that's is that right. This, is it like the day? I after? don't know if it's one hundred percent right. It's like the day after Christmas, but anyway, Canadian I Christmas know that. is Christmas. I might have come off as not knowing what. Look, I'm very like I'm very for Canada. I'm very happy about Canada. I love Canada. You love I used to hockey. Listen to Toronto radio. I love hockey. It's my favorite sport. I love. I used to listen to TSN in Toronto. I've met James Duffy. Hi, James, if you're watching. We met in the Bahamas a couple years ago. Had a good chat for, with some sushi. It's a good time. I know all about Canada. What I didn't know is what is Boxing Day. I know that it's the day after Christmas. I just don't know exactly what box. Is it when you box all your ornaments from Christmas? No, it's it's in celebration of the sweet science. And not that nonsense that they got going on with like Jake Paul and all them. Real boxing. Ooh. But that's for another time but do you think per- vince already bought his tickets to miami by the way uh oh oh vince uh of this show no but i did uh send him the link to uh the story about mike tyson fighting lennox lewis coming up which is rumored Ooh. and he's very interested in that and next saw week that, i will be watching that about your house yep it, it was on and i will be watching canelo next week this is not a boxing show this is the xfl show and at this point on this show, we get into two pieces of news that you should know this week regarding the XFL, and uh, I'd say two exciting pieces of news. I'm happy about these two pieces of news in this week's cover two. I'm wondering what the hell you're doing in this league. So there he is, Luis Perez Bryant, right there behind me. We're doing this alignment draft later on, p- picking uh the base the base terms of the agreement between the XFL and the CFL. But as far as I'm concerned, the only pick to make is Luis Perez going to the Spring League, joining Kevin Gilbride and the Josters, who are now officially my favorite team in the in the Spring League. And I'll be rooting for them next week as the season kicks off. Awesome to see Luis Perez playing some football once again. Death taxes and Luis Perez playing spring ball. That's what it's about. The, the best these last few yeah, years. Oh yeah, he was a, he was an iron. He was a wildcat. He was a guardian, and now he's a jouster. I mean, really think about it, like that resume is is pretty insane. Um, I'm so happy to see this man back. I've I've actually sat and had conversations with the man. It's a lot of fun. He's just down to earth. He gets it, um, and and to see him try to continue that skill uh, in the C- in the TSL. Is it the TSL or is it TSL? I don't know. You, well, sorry. that'd be like carne asada steak. You can't right. say I know. The, That's the what I can't say in TSL. In TSL. Um, to see him back and with Gilbride, this makes me want to watch uh, TSL even more. I, I was probably going to catch a glimpse of it. I know I'm not going to miss a Jousters game now. Oh, yeah. I'm not missing any of the games because they're all televised. The The... Spring League kicks off next week, next Thursday on FS1, and we get Luis Perez on. on Fox on Sunday, 
or excuse me, Saturday, Saturday, May 8th. Uh, so you have what a day, what a day, the Kentucky Derby, you got Luis Perez and Canelo. Oh my God. I can't wait. I, and that's first vac. It's my first vaccine like weekend out next week too, Brian. I'm going over to Vince's to watch all that. What? Yes. Wow. I'm excited Congrats. for it. Um, we are. Uh, having a lot of fun too because we are fully vaccinated too. Get your vaccines. Uh, I will say this, Alan, because we're, we're in draft mode. I'm going to ask you this question because the XFL in I picked Luis Perez assigned assigned their oh, quarterbacks. Yeah, assigned. Uh, the first eight. So let's let's not talk about Josh Johnson or any who came by after. Right? Not even Heineke. He was in the second round. Where would you draft Luis Perez, knowing what you know now about what he did in 2020? If you did a redraft of, of an the actual XFL, draft, not an assignment, but a redraft, a redraft yeah. of the XFL, just the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Oh, he would probably go uh, for me. Probably, honestly, I mean, in my heart, number one, but uh, four or five Four. yeah, well, five. We got, we got PJ. You got PJ's Heineke. number one. You got Heineke now. No, Heineke was assigned after. That's what I'm saying. The first eight quarterbacks. Oh, Heineke I can't put that second. QB? No Hannah, no Heineke, okay, no Josh he Johnson. Up. Oh, then he bump, no, yeah. oh, then he bumps up to two. Okay, he's two. Maybe what about uh, Tom, Tamu? That's I, the I, one where I'm like, mm, nah, I'd put I, him in front of Tamu. I, I would. I'd put him I in would. front of Tamu. Yeah, yeah. Number yep. two. I would. Crazy, because it was but, all Landry. It was all uh, uh, Cardale Jones. De- oh, definitely president. not. Cardale. You were, and you sit there and don't lie, because I'm asking you not to lie. How did you feel about Luis Perez being a Wildcat at the very beginning? I was not excited. I was not excited <laughs> because I just I I felt we we as the LA Wildcats needed uh, more more than a, a gr- gritty game managing kind of just pull it out of the dirt type of player. I wanted something flashy like a Josh Johnson, which is what the Wildcats got. But Luis Perez beat him. So I can't say anything. And undefeated. Yeah. And uh after the fact though, then you add the other QBs though. Haneke, Josh Johnson, he probably like four. But it's that's another debate. The he fact is both he, of them. He did. He can he won't go he won't go away. And I, I love it. Heineke. He's persistent and I can't I am rooting for him now. And he's with Kevin Gilbride, who I honestly the biggest shocker of the T, of TSL to me is Kevin Gilbride's coaching. Awesome to see that. I thought he would be done after the XFL. Um, a man. Where would you draft Kevin Gilbride as my coach? Damn, yeah. I mean, yeah, I love this drafting season. Is my favorite. Three drafts are tough, but he's <laughs> hot, higher than I probably had him at the start. No, I had him pretty high. I was. I'd he go was June. Like one of my number. He was one of my top coaches. I was excited for going into. This I think I would do June and Gilbride one two honestly. A redraft. He was second in our coach of the year. Damn. Well, these are poll questions. These are social media debates we could have. And maybe even next week. Because we'll still have probably draft. We'll be on the draft come down next week. Save it for next week. But on those redrafts, definitely Luis Perez. Number one in all of our hearts. Go, Luis. Kill it in in the spring league. We'll be watching. And we'll be talking about it next week uh, on on this show. Because probably as we record, it'll be the first couple games will be finishing. Yeah. Or they might even yeah, be on. I'll have them on here. Week, so. You might have them on a CRT. 
in your in your room. Yeah, Got to have that. That's essential now with the computer <laughs> setup. Uh, cover two part two now. Other great news, although they, see, see this thing is the thing is here. Will this guy be around to help the XFL out? Because you know they'll need him. We'll see. But Eric Galco, who is the man who basically scouted all the players for the XFL, we had him on the show. Tireless worker, Multiple times. Yep. crazy, crazy energy and uh, just hustle to round up all the data and all the all the players and put those summer the summer showcases together. And just this guy was nuts with how hard he worked and getting the quality players that we wanted in the XFL. He was a big part of that. Eric Alco has a new gig and Field Yates of ESPN tweeted out the East West Shrine Bowl will be back next year with a great new leader, Eric Galco will be the new director of football operations and player personnel. He was the director of player personnel for the XFL and killed it in that role. I mean, you just can't of of, of all the people who did awesome in their different various roles as in in the league putting the on-field product together. Eric Galco was one of the best if you ask me because I love seeing the players they found to put in the XFL. They were even they were way better than 2001 and they were better than I could have hoped for going into 2020 for a spring league. It proved the theory right because of the work he did. There's so many damn good football players out there. So many damn good football where, players out there. Where would you redraft Eric Galco in terms <laughs> of, exa- of I'm joking. <laughs> uh no, Eric Galco, uh, I've had again countless conversations with him. Uh great person to talk to his mind when it talks about scouting and things like that. And think of like Sam Schwartzstein with rules. That's Eric Galco with players. Um, the man works endless to endlessly to, to to do a good job and find players because I think going back to our interviews with him, he was basically saying how the XFL couldn't miss or couldn't overlook players. They had to find talent because in the end, if in the NFL, you draft a guy in the third round, he's not that good. Okay. Well, next year, the XFL couldn't afford that type of loss because if they're drafting people high, they want them to perform well. And if they're not, then who knows what's going to happen. But Eric Elko, um, if you follow, follow him on Twitter, he yeah. lots of, um, lots of insight on this draft on, on players in general. Uh, just, it's a good, good follow. On Twitter and congratulations big time. Um, Alan, I alluded to early though. And you know, with, with HBK gone a couple weeks ago and now Eric Galco this week, it's gonna be a whole new regime coming in here, basically. I mean, we're oh, the only yeah. ones left. We <laughs> really are the only ones left. So Bryant as a director of player personnel, I guess I'll have to be head of football operations. No, there's still people out there, and who knows? I mean, head of East West Shrine Bulls, a solid gig, but I mean, we'll see what happens if Eric Galco's around. Well, and, he's still running Optimum Scouting, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So that's still a thing that he's doing. So. Guys who were in the Which football Which he worked with the TSL department. a couple years ago. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens when the XFL starts calling for uh, those kind of people to actually be a part of the league. You know, that's all on hold right now. Uh, right now, it's just a just an idea. And, re- and it's a, a, a piece of property to be aligned with the CFL, we hope. Or do we? I do. But th- those those two pieces of news warm my heart seeing people from the XFL 2020 move on and continue in football. But now we need to continue with what we're doing here, and that is forging ahead to 
whatever kickoff will be for the XFL when it kicks off next. And assuming it's aligned with the CFL, what does it look like? We're asking it every single week. This week, it's the NFL draft. What better way to format the discussion around the alignment as we continue that discussion than using the format of a draft, Brian? A draft is such a great way to to get everything in front of you, line it up, put it, put it out there, assess, assess it top to bottom, the measurables, the intangibles, and then you, you draft it, you pick it, and then it's a part of your team. It's a part of your makeup, your alignment, your structure. So we're going to draft some terms and conditions in this, the 2021 XFL-CFL alignment draft as part of this week's Hot read. Okay, so it was a slow XFL week, Brian, and a slow CFL week. I think you could agree with that. <laughs> uh, yes, definitely. I, I'm and pretty I sure, for the most part, I'm pretty sure I even was hoping yeah, for was some that? CFL news, and all I found this week when trying to find like decent CFL news was a story about a beaver that chewed a bunch of wires in British Columbia and knocked the internet out for a whole town and so that was my CFL news in our in our discord chat and setup this week this is as much <laughs> as I could get that was relevant. it was a very slow week <laughs> probably because they had such a big week the CFL had a big week last week they had to it announce is. their push really not much to announce this week we're still hoping for some XFL you know we've had uh uh, Randy Ambrosi come out a couple times and say what he has to say. Nobody really from the XFL side, so hopefully that happens sooner rather than later. But I think it's like a bye week. Taking the taking the week off. The the XF the NFL's going. They're humming right now. It's a big thing for them. Why am I going to come out with big news when everyone's talking about Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, and uh, of course Najee Harris most most of all, right, Brian? Receiver, running oh, back, Alabama running back. The Steelers got come on. Yes. Everybody was cheering here, and then everybody. That's what they needed. Pittsburgh was Definitely saying, needed a running back. You for have ben no to offensive play line. Too. You have no line. How do you run the ball? Whatever. That's not what Ben this is about. needs. A good running back to do all that play action. I get it. <laughs> quit, quit, <laughs> quit kicking me while I'm down. All right, so slow week. Yeah, we're gonna draft. We're gonna have some fun with this. So here are the rules. Here's the setup. Uh, I'm going to rep the CFL, so I will be drafting on behalf of the CFL. Bryant will be drafting on behalf of the XFL. I offered on the CFL side, but you said no. So I'll do the CFL. I was going to do that to you and make you painfully have to advocate for things like three downs or whatever. So we're going to draft that way. On, on this side, you have the XFL picking. And my side, you have the CFL picking. And the rules are four rounds and one term or condition per round is drafted. So, for instance, if Bryant picks four downs as an essential term, rule, condition of the alignment, I can't then draft, oh, three downs. Once the four downs are drafted, they are drafted into the official alignment. And that's what three downs are off the board or vice versa. Exactly. Exactly. So that's how it's going to work. 
you draft a term, a condition, a rule, some sort of note that goes into that that contract that settles the alignment once and for all. And these are only the first four baseline conditions that are being drafted. And then we'll go from there. So what could it lead to? I don't know. But we're going to have almost, not a rule book, but a kind of like a, a, a guide. A guide, a base from which the rest of the negotiations can be had in this imaginary world where the alignment draft is taking place. So without yeah, further ado, we're going to randomize the first pick. Let's we, randomize the first Neither one of pick. us know exactly who's going to go first. We didn't do any pre-work. We haven't really talked about this other than just kind of the rules. So I'm excited for this. I have a feeling of what Alan's going to go with because I just know Alan. I've known him for 25 years, it seems like now. Um, so I, I get what he's going for. What I'm going for is just the better thing for both leagues. But anyway, it's fine. So if you if you want, Alan, we're going to randomize this right here to see who goes first. Yeah, random. Go. Come on, CFL. <laughs> Come on. Give me my pick. When's it stop? Uh, it's supposed to be. There it is. Oh, right. Okay. Man. So first pick. And, uh, well, we were we thought about playing the draft sound that they play when the pick is in, but we don't want to get sued or anything. So, Bryant, <laughs> if you want to do the honors. Yeah, sure. I'm, <clears throat> copyright free. Hashtag, hashtag we want our jobs back. <clears throat> okay. So with the first pick. In the 2021 XFL-CFL alignment draft, uh, the CFL is going to aim to keep the game in Canada, first and foremost, because I know that's important to Canadian fans and the CFL itself. So we were debating on our side on the strategy on what course of action we'd take if we got this first pick, Brian. Was it going to be maintain our Canadian ratio or just stipulating the team structure. And that's where we're going to go. We want a term and condition inside of this alignment agreement that stipulates all of our Canadian teams stay in their cities. All nine of them stay in their cities. They can't relocate within the first five years and there's no there's no going back from that, and that's our first draft pick. All nine teams get to stay in their home cities. Now, do you feel like that's the important thing? That's what people have been saying on Twitter. Now you're you're locked in, so you can't change. We're it. locked in. But do you feel like that uh, is what people have been clamoring for on Twitter? Like well, that's what people want. They want to make sure all nine teams stay. At the end of the day, I think a Canadian fan in Saskatchewan would their heart would be ripped out of their chest if you told them the Rough Riders were leaving Regina. Uh, Maybe not fans in Toronto with the Argonauts, but keeping those teams, and they're historic. Most of them have been around there forever. So, that's important. I know a lot of people, the first thing they go to is the rule book. You could really dictate the rule book, but when you relocate a team from a city, they're gone, usually forever. Unless they're the Cleveland Browns. So, or the Rams, or the Rams, or the Chargers. <laughs> but I digress. You know what I'm saying? And if they leave Canada, they're not coming back to Hamilton. 
We're not coming back. <laughs> hey, Winnipeg came back in the, in the NHL. They did, and Ottawa, I think, left and came back in the CFL. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. But that's you, you don't take teams away from fans. Say, hey, we got this new thing. It's an alignment, but we're taking away your teams. Which I there are people who are afraid of that. Even if they're even Argonauts fans, I'm sure. Alouettes fans, Lions fans, yeah, teams with you know that like we talked about with Dave Naylor last week, who get less attendance, less eyeballs, even though they're the bigger cities. But that's what we're going to do. We're keeping the teams in Canada, all nine of them. I saw something on Twitter that was quite interesting before my pick is in because I think I have some time left here. Uh, the XFL would just consume the bigger markets and leave the rest of them for the CFL. So they would take Toronto, Montreal, and BC, bring them in, and leave the other ones alone. I saw somebody mention that. I forget who it was. I, uh, what do you mean I'll leave them alone? Like not leave have... the CFL alone. Leave those six teams to do their CFL thing. The original consume six. the bigger markets. How do you have a Canadian football league without a Toronto team? I mean, they basically don't have one now, at least financially. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's true. That's just why this is happening. I don't understand why people would fight that. I just, you know. So bizarre. The big market teams are sh- struggling, but we're keeping them. You're up. All right. Your XFL's on the clock. <clears throat> All right. I have a list of rules here, none of which you actually took off my board based on your pick. Um, And I think it's very simple. It's very straightforward. It's the most contingent, or not contingent. um, What's the word I'm looking for, Alan? Combated? Combated. Sure, whatever. Contested? Contested. Contested. There you go. That's the word. Contested uh, thing between the two leagues. And it has to be that we are stipulating four down football it has to be you, you just gotta do it if you want america to enjoy what the cfl i mean, sorry what what these two leagues are trying to do you gotta go to four down i'm stipulating four down football sorry canada sorry cfl but it's just i don't i think four down football can survive in canada i don't think three down football can survive in america well i yeah and i agree and i think uh most canadian uh Fans would agree that if this alignment's actually going to occur, that would have to happen. And Dave Naylor, I, I take it on an expert like him. Uh, I take his word for it when he tells us uh, a couple times ago when we talked to him. Uh, the majority of the young fans up in Canada are four down or four downers. They got their Madden, Madden. said they do. They all watch <laughs> yeah. the NFL. So, so that's a that's a fine, and that's I think a lot of. Canadians will be fine with that. I don't want to speak for them, but I mean. Oh, you are. You are. Oh, CFL I am. So right that's now. my job. I'm going to speak for you, Canada. Having your teams actually play in your own backyard is more important than playing a version of the game that is niche. Cool. I love it, but niche and not necessary for the future of your, the league. So that's a concession that's going to be made. At least. With me representing the CFL, so there you go, Brian. No, you are coming from a. You are representing the CFL, but you are coming from a American perspective, right? Of course, I am. I did have three downs on my list of things to preserve, but they're behind a few other things. So that's that's why that's totally. What is important to preserve things, and I think to me, the XFL needs them. This has to happen. 
for the XFL to even start this conversation because yeah. CFL football will not survive in this country. This yes. country being CFL America. football can, can survive in Canada as four downs. XFL football anywhere cannot survive unless it's four downs. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's why it's probably higher on the XFL list than probably the CFL list. So four downs. Okay. Well, that means CFL's on the clock for pick number two. It is. It is. Let me know when your pick is in. Hold on one sec. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? All right. Okay. Why are you wearing a toque in here? It's like 92 degrees. What All right, do we, the pick is in. That. I was consulting with my <laughs> Canadian, my Canadian uh, colleagues. <laughs> with the uh, third pick overall of the XFL-CFL alignment draft, the CFL selects the Grey Cup as the championship game and trophy in this aligned league. No fight here, my friend. I am totally fine with playing for that cup. I think that's something the XFL will gladly accept uh, for this league because the only trophy the XFL has is sitting in uh, I Jim McKay? Is it Jim McKay's living room? Uh in, in some house in LA. That's where his trophy is. That's the 2001 trophy. The Benton, you know, it had like that, um, what is it, the imprinted steel around the edges. <laughs> like, it, I touched it. It was hollow. There was nothing to it. It was literally just kind of aluminum. Uh, so the x doesn't have a trophy. We'll take the Great Cup. Yes. Yes. I, w- I would like to propose an, a- an add-on to our draft pick here. For this great, screwed up. No, I didn't. No, I okay. did not screw okay. up. I planned this because yeah. I didn't want to get greedy and say the Grey Cup with. But we are playing for the Grey Cup. We have now, and I I planned this knowing if I get our teams in Canada. So we have nine teams in Canada, and we'll have however many teams wherever else. We're playing for the Grey Cup. What do you say we? Because this Grey Cup is on the line. It's CFL Conference versus XFL Conference in the Grey Cup. I mean, that's that's like two rules. Ugh. What if there's 15 XFL teams? Like at one point, is that something that's got to stick? So if oh, if you're I mean, I'll let 15, you have it, but 15 in the XFL Conference, yeah, or something like that. You but know, there's not going to be to start that point. Well, no, but. I mean, it's fine. It's your, it's your, it's your I mean, you could have team. American teams playing in the CFL conference. You've got you, D, the Detroit Red Wings playing so in, the, in the West. In the Western So could conference. you have CF? Yeah, that's true. Uh, could you have CFL teams play in the XFL conference? Canadian teams play in the XFL conference? Well, so what? Are you going to add a new Canadian team? So like the... The schooners. BC and Seattle are right next to each other. You're not going to have them play in the same conference. Uh, yeah, literally put, a rivalry you put, that you could like have build money on. You're not going to have that happen. Yeah, put this put Seattle in the CFL. Do it. Or am I asking for okay. too much? This is on you. I just I just put, don't think you're asking for too much. I think it's just a, it's a weird contingent. I think it's I don't know why you would want that as a CFL or XFL person. You want these to be together, blended. 
Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, blended. I'll tell it. I'll, I'll say that reference until the cows come home because you might not like it at first, but at the end of the day, it's going to be a good combination to bring these two leagues together and not keep them separate. You're talking blending. You're talking Jamba Juice to me. That's that's how you talk Ooh. to me. Peach pleasure. All right, I'll take that off the table. Maybe I'll draft it on my next pick. You go. You're on the XFL's okay. on the clock. It's only the Grey Cup. No CFL XFL conference just yet. Is this the last pick, or are we doing another round after this? Oh no, this is your do this is round? The last pick. Nope, this is the last. We pick. can do another round if you want. Okay, nope. this last Fourth pick. pick. Okay. Fours rules, and then we can start discussion. Real discussions. Okay. <laughs> All right. With the fourth overall pick, the XFL selects to call the league the XFL. Oh! Ow! <laughs> wait. I, oh, hold on. I mean, wait. Oh, there's the knife. It's in my back. <laughs> I just let that down. If I would have left that in, the CFL conference and the XFL conference... In the, oh, then we wouldn't have You could call it the name. CFC and the XFC and then just call it the XFL. Ew, gross. So the CFL. NFC, AFC, AFC, and then the NFL. So you just drafted the death of the CFL. What do we do I mean, with is that, that name? This, the CFL? Yeah. Mm, I mean, I, do you keep it? I don't, that's a great question. Not part of my draft analysis. You figure it out. <laughs> See, XFL. <laughs> I'm talking about perspective from the XFL side. The XFL would want this league to be called the XFL. Honestly, the XFL has more name value in this country and probably other parts of the world than the CFL does. Well, there you have it. That's the 2021 XFL CFL alignment draft. To recap, the four terms and conditions (laughs) drafted that we can now start negotiating on top of uh, nine teams stay in Canada. Uh, we drafted um, the Grey Cup. Oh, no, that was third. Your first one was um, four down football. Four downs. Four down football. The Grey Cup is the championship. Is and that Grey with an E or an A? With an E. And the uh, CFL dies a horrible death. <laughs> and the league's called the XFL. That ended dramatically. (laughs) So where do we Uh, go from here? Where do we go from here? That's a great question. I think it's, I had so many other things that I think are important, and that just shows you um, what else needs to happen uh, for this league to actually, for these two leagues to actually get together. Because I don't don't know what else you had on your list, but I had field size, the ratio, clock rules, 11 players, the ball, I had the point rules. I had the rouge. Punt rules. The waggle. And uh, so many different things. The 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 defensive buffer zone of one yard, the punt rules, oh, the kickoff rules. I did not have rules. that buffer zone. I had the, the end of the half rules with the times and the clock stop. I had clock. Clock was my final. But XFL clock rules. Those were mine. They're very I similar. The clock I would I personally want the XFL clock rules. The CFLs are a little longer. Um, but oh well. What about the rouge? Can I sneak the rouge? <laughs> I, mean, I I wasn't gonna fight the rouge. Single- I mean, whatever. It, it, it's gonna be weird if you have the goalpost at the back of the end zone for this rouge to actually work because then only 
balls that land in front of the 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 the, field, the, the goalposts would be okay. Or what about anything that's not returned out of the end zone is a is a rouge. You get your touch back, but you give us a point. I mean, that's how it works. Hmm. That's everything. Okay, we'll see. That's something know. we can I mean, add on there's, to. There's a lot. We've got a base here, so we can add that. It's not we don't have a huge mountain to climb anymore. Now that we have our imaginary uh, alignment pretty much set up, now we could start diving deep into these rules. Let us know what you think. We're going to post the XFL CFL alignment draft results. And going from those, well, you could critique the, the results, of course. Let us know how terribly Which I think a lot of people love to did. do. Yes. And then uh, you could say a rest in peace to the CFL because Bryant killed the CFL in this draft. And then also add on to it. Where do we go from there? With No, we have to use those rules, these terms and conditions, and go from there. Let us know what you think. At XFL Show. I think where we go next is, uh, yeah, we got to talk the size of the field, Bryant. We got to talk about that and how many XFL teams you're giving us in this XFL without the CFL, but still all these Canadian teams. Well, I think what's kind of interesting, too, that you and I kind of went in different directions. Like, if I had gone first, I probably still would have picked four downs. You still would have picked nine teams in Canada. I would have said call it the XFL. You would have said play for the Grey Cup. I think people are are misconstruing that there's probably not as much crisscross between what the two leagues want as we think there is. Yeah, I don't think there's there's going to be a lot of butting heads over things like four and three downs, honestly. Where the butting of heads will be is we want our teams in our cities and these our fans want their teams and the owners want their revenue. And, of course, we want to all grow the game, which is the big thing. But this was interesting. I honestly didn't see the naming stuff coming up. I would have said... <laughs> I was like, I guess half that. Would I you had, have fought for CFL? Well, I had, I had interleague play, question mark, CFL conference, XFL conference. But then I said, then what what's are we, the league called? Yeah, what's the league called? You don't call it anything. It's the CFL and the no, that's, XFL. That's and they play for the great No yeah, maybes, no ifs, just do. What if, there was do no, what if there was no NFL? It was just only known as the AFC and NFC. <laughs> It just doesn't doesn't make sense, and if it don't make sense, it don't make dollars. Uh, so just let's get over it. But anyway, we are here uh, every single week here. So subscribe and catch us every single week, every Friday on your favorite podcast app. That's Google, Apple, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you give us that five star review and tell your friends about us. He's here too. Uh, if you got a, Luis Perez is still a, here. Yes, he is. If you got a question, comment, or topic you want us to cover, we'll text or call up XFL Fan Line seven two four five six five four XFL. Standard text messaging rates do apply. Uh, also, uh, and international rates actually. Also, follow us on social media platforms at XFL Show. Or if you want to say hi, hello, subscribe and watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash this is the XFL Show, the official YouTube page of this is the XFL Show. And don't forget about uh, our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at this now. I uh I screwed up. I should have I should have put I should have put that interleague play and the naming stuff ahead of the Great Cup. I'm sorry, Canada. <laughs> sorry. 
We'll get these posted though. The the alignment draft results after I, you. I all would. Catch I the will show. say. I will say that I don't want to lose. Oh the my CFL gosh. Branding. The branding. I love when we can play that for you because I feel like we only ever played that for myself. Um, you gotta be kidding me. I wouldn't want to lose the CFL branding, but I still want the league to be called the XFL. But here's the thing: the X doesn't stand for anything, so that's always a little conundrum. Who knows what's actually going to happen? With the name, I don't know. I don't know anything. All I know is that alignment's happening, the CFL's happening in August, and the XFL's happening in some form or fashion, and we're covering it all the way until it does and beyond right here. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Next week we'll be back talking some spring league. Super hyped for that now. And oh my, oh my gosh. As Jim Zorn said, I'm sure we're going to have some interesting reactions to this alignment draft. Fun little gimmick we wanted to slap. Alan, if you had to redraft week. our coach sound bites, how would you uh, redraft those? Who would go I first? mean, I'd just take all the Winston Mosses and then I would <laughs> put those behind June Jones because initially it was Winston, but we I think we June Jones gets played a little bit more now than Coach Moss. Uh, just a little bit. Just, a, a little. It's wrong. A little bit more. But. No, it's right. Redrafts might even have to happen too next week. We'll see. It's drafting. I think the windows open. It's getting a little drafty in here still. I wish it was drafty in here. It's getting hot. It's getting hot. It's getting heated. We killed the CFL today. I'm so sorry. But hey, it'll be back back to life next week. And uh, we are going to have a lot of fun on the next show now. I think we set up a lot of good stuff with these redrafts, with the spring league and this alignment draft. So, hey. Might be a slow news week where beavers are chewing on internet lines, Bryant. But we're gonna have we're they aren't chewing on ours. No, we're gonna, and yeah, we're here. We're, we're experts here. at this. Yes, we know what to talk about when there's nothing to talk about. We did it for so long, and we'll continue to do it until the kickoff in 2022, 2023, whenever it is that they decide. Because uh, we make football listening uh, pretty easy. Oh, I see what you did there. You you mm-hmm. crossed the brands. Very smart. That's a great way to end the show. Damn, he's good. He kicked my ass in this draft. And long live the CFL. That's all I got to say. All right, for Bryant, the master drafter. For me, Alan, the worst drafter in CFL history. This is the XFL show. Remember, they're listening. I'm so sorry. Sorry.